Good late evening, everybody. This is an evening at the movies. I am your amazing host, Casey, and this is the podcast where we eat stale popcorn and drink watered down sodas and discuss all of our favorite movies and why we love them. So, joining me tonight on an evening at the movies is another amazing podcast host in his own right. We are here tonight with the, well, we're here with Mr. DeAndre Robinson. Good evening, Dre. How's it going? How are you doing, Casey? So um, you want to tell us about yourself and your pods and where we can find them? Uh, Yeah. So my name is DeAndre Robinson. I am the host of Nasty Bitters, uh, where we do a lot of different things, uh, comedic debates, brackets. Uh, we started doing drafts with your truly with Casey. Casey won the first one. Congratulations to him. And then uh, we do uh, Nasty Bitters presents the three count with some AEW, WWE, and everything in between. And I'm happy to be on. It's my, what, my second or third time being on here. Yeah, there's been a few. And it probably won't be the last time either. So we're always glad to have you on. It's a, it's fun episodes when we can get any of the, well, I'll just say it now because we've already made the announcement. The episode hasn't necessarily released, but whenever any of the, I did not make these rankings podcast network gets together, it's always a good episode. So glad to have you on as well. So uh, really quick, before we dive into the subject of tonight's movies, did you happen to catch what happened last night on Full Gear? I've, I, I watched the highlights uh, Full Gear. I haven't watched the whole thing um, to do my assessments on it yet, but I did watch the highlights. I know who won. I know uh, how good matches were. So I, I did, uh, and I know for a fact that uh, where, where they were, they hate CM Punk. <laughs> you, you, well, that honestly doesn't surprise me anymore because of, I've got opinions on the whole CM Punk versus the elite thing, and I tend to be in the minority anymore as to that opinion, but it is what it is. But I was more surprised by the fact that I actually called the finish to the main event 100% accurately. Yeah. I I mean, everybody knew when when Regal was going to uh, suckle him over, but I mean, everything the last month or so, it just seemed kind of weird with the Blackpool combat club. And then to have that whole, why are they bringing up, you know, however many years ago when the email between MJF and William Regal and all of that and now all of a sudden two refs get knocked out and it's like, oh look he threw the brass knucks into MJF surprise surprise and I'm not saying MJF, MJF didn't deserve to win that match he's probably the best heel they have in that entire company MJF is the best heel period I mean, that's one, he's one of the best heels for today, I would be willing to. I would almost put him almost on the same level as Roman Reigns as a heel, just because of the fact that 
they very much create a very strong emotional reaction from the crowd every time they come out. I don't think Roman Reigns is a heel. I just call him an anti-hero. That prop, I can see where you would say that. And there actually may be some legitimate arguments made in that favor. I think the definitely the tribal chief from when he first became the tribal chief to what the tribal chief is now is not the same thing at all. And yeah, it probably is more of an anti-hero now than what he was, what, two, almost two and a half years ago. So, yes. Yeah, yeah they can try to pass him off as a, uh, a, a hero, but he's more of an anti-hero. He's too over, you know, people who love the bloodline. So it's, they are definitely anti-heroes. Yeah, well, and part, I mean, you have the whole like the comic relief that you have with like the whole being UC and all of that. And it's definitely a lot more fun to follow the bloodline now than what it was a couple of years ago. Just in my own personal opinion, but so, all right. So anyway, let's get back on track here really quick. Now that, we discussed the wonderment that is MJF becoming AEW world champion. So we are here tonight because we are going to be uh, recording the second to last episode of Halloween Horror Fest 2022, the extended cut. And we will be discussing one of Dre's favorite horror movies of all time, if not his absolute favorite horror movie of all time absolute favorite movie horror movie of all time because because it's the only movie that actually really scares me yes and we are absolutely going to address that subject as we get into this movie because that is the amazing awesomeness that is this movie so with that said no more mysteries we are going to discuss the movie get out which, like I was telling Dre before we recorded, I swear beyond all reasonable doubt, I had seen this movie before, but nothing honestly was ringing a bell. So going through and actually watching this movie for this episode, I'm glad I did and just didn't try and wing it because then I would have looked like a fool. And that's not how we want to be. So um, Really quick before we get into the nuts and bolts of the episode, um, Get Out released on February 24th, 2017. It was written and directed by Jordan Peele. It was released by Universal Pictures. It had a budget of $4.5 million and made a whopping $255.4 million at the box office. You got to respect the hustle. Yeah, you do. Considering, I don't remember, I didn't write down all the different, like, week-by-week stats on how much it made this week to this week to this week, but um, Get Out in 2017 was one of the 
biggest draws financially at the box office on the same level of, I believe it was that year's Fast and the Furious movie, which those movies automatically, whenever they come out, make a crap ton of money. <coughs> and I don't remember what the other movie was, but they were all like Get Out, Fast and the Furious, and the other movie are like huge, were huge movies that year. So, um, and on top of it, we have the Rotten Tomato score for this movie as well. Um, Dre, would you like to give your thoughts on what we think of Rotten Tomatoes? Fuck Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> exactly. But I will say this, for this rating, not fuck Rotten Tomatoes. Because with um, 400 reviews of the movie submitted, Get Out had a 98% score on the rotten tomatoes website so i personally think it was two percent lower than it should have been i think it should have had a hundred percent rotten tomatoes score but 98 percent is not a bad score anyway to begin with i don't mind 98 percent it's still fuck rotten tomatoes because i don't know what they got right they got 200 wrong so true I just personally, I'm not going to squawk over only 2%. At least it wasn't something like they gave it like a 41. If they had given this movie a 41 on Rotten Tomatoes or anything like that, oh my God. I would have severed all ties with Rotten Tomatoes and never once spoke of that shitty ass freaking website ever again. So. Uh, so let's see. Um, so the first thing I wanted to get into with this movie, and it's not necessarily just a get out type situation, but um, watching this movie and some of the other stuff that Jordan Peele's done lately. I kind of sort of had an opinion in the back of my head and I wanted to know if um, I might be on the right track with this thought and see what you thought, Dre. But for like my parents, like the ultimate horror, horror movie director was Alfred Hitchcock. For like me and Amanda and Harvey are ultimate horror movie director was John Carpenter and Wes Craven and like for millennials and like Gen Z Jordan Peele is becoming the end all be all of contemporary horror directors do you think that's a fair assessment I do think there's a lot of people that like um, like Jordan Peele as a director um, me personally, I feel like people hate when I say this, especially black people, but I feel like we, his first movie was Get Out. Uh -huh. um, Get, Get Out was freaking amazing. His second movie was Us. Freaking amazing. Uh-huh. Uh, then he did Candyman, which came in still good, but it was now on a level of Us and Get Out, and then he did Nope, and Nope was a travesty. <laughs> I'm sorry, it, was, it wasn't good to me. So he, he, he did 
they don't fall for me, but people still love Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele's amazing. Um, and, and, and pretty sure he also directed some, uh, some um, what's that, that uh, horror TV show? Um, well, I know. Uh, Twilight, Twilight Zone. Yeah, I know he, he did those as well. And I watched the first season of the show and I thought it was actually a really good show and definitely brought a lot more to the table than like the old black and white twilight zone from like back when my mom was a kid so you know i give him credit for that as well so just on the twilight zone get out and us alone i personally would be willing to give him a little bit of a nod as being maybe not necessarily on the same level right now as Hitchcock and Carpenter and Wes Craven, but I think his career trajectory is heading in that direction. If he continues to produce quality work, if he goes the same way, uh, if it goes and a lot of stuff similar, you know, relates to like Candyman and Nope then we might have a problem i feel if he if he keep aligning himself with uh i guess the, the company a24 um because you know um a24 produced nope and, and a24 produced us uh-huh. um, and get out but a24 you know is one of the got some like some modern day bangers for horror movies uh, Pearl just came out this 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 year. Um, Black Phone, which is another, it's a remake. Um, it was on A twenty four. Candyman, Ma, you know, The Invisible Man, you know, mm-hmm. Hell, the new Hellraiser. But like, all this is A twenty four movies, horror movies. So if you keep a lot of A twenty four, I mean, he he can do some damage. Well, I think part of it with horror movies is you have to have the right backing behind you. If you've got a studio that just here, just throw money, throw money, throw money, throw money, throw money, and see what sticks. I don't think you're going to come up with a quality movie at the end of the day. If you've got people behind you at the studio, at the studio that love horror movies and want to make great horror movies and do what's right for the genre, then I think you've got a fighting chance as a writer and or director like jordan peele i mean at the same time many people could make the same argument with the recent halloween trilogy that came out where a lot of your hardcore halloween fans love the first movie it might have slipped a little bit with halloween kills and then you got the hot garbage that was halloween ends to wrap it all up so you know it just you have to have the right support behind you and the right people working on a project to make it all come together in that perfect <laughs> artistic image that you want it to come together in you are understand right and I'm glad, I'm glad that he's uh Jordan Peele is doing um uh it with A24 yeah well, and part of it too, and 
Um, we'll get to that one here in a second. But uh, while I was doing my notes for the episode, it was like I happened to come across the list of awards to get out one and was nominated for. And it's like, wow, horror movies don't ever get this kind of credit. So obviously Jordan Peele was on to something with this movie. But I mean, like this movie won uh, Best Original Screenplay at the Academy Awards in 2018. It was nominated for Best Picture, nominated for Best Director, and nominated for Best Actor as well. And I'm not even going to try and pronounce the actor because his last name is way too complicated for me but so i won't, so I won't either but i do want to know so he was in nope and he was in get uh not get out but he was in uh black panther one uh then you kalua i think it's called kalua kalua makes it next numbers yeah that would i got the whole daniel part that's the last name that threw me off and it's like i don't I know some people can get offended when people start screwing up last names like that. And the last thing I want to do is try and upset anybody. So I'm just like, nope, it's the male lead in the movie. And I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, I, th- I think it's Kalua, being damn cool. So, but definitely my, obviously to be the star of a horror movie and get nominated for an Academy Award, not many movie stars have done and pulled that off. <laughs> I mean, Anthony Hopkins did it and won for Silence of the Lambs, but again, at the same time, is Silence of the Lambs really a horror movie? It, it won a, a horror movie bracket, so I mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't uh, think so, but it, it is what it is. Oh, no, I agree 100%. So on top of the Academy Award stuff, um, Get Out was also nominated five times for um, awards at the 23rd Annual Critics' Choice Awards. (coughs) It was nominated twice for awards at the 75th Golden Globes. It was nominated twice for um, British Academy of Film Awards. In 2001, the Writers Guild of America ranked it as the screenplay, the best screenplay of the 21st century. And then many critics are commonly cited as saying this movie is one of the best movies of the 21st century. So I think there's underlying issues as to why it can be considered one of the greatest movies of the 21st century, but um, yeah. So, okay. So my first thought that as far as like the underlying stuff from the movie that I wanted to bring up was um, the family, the Armitage's, Mm-hmm. To me, why in the blue hell these people are, at least on the surface, so freaking creepy. The first time that you meet all of them together as one, it's like, 
okay, these people are not your typical horror movie type white villains. They're not Southern rednecks. They're not neo-Nazi skinheads. They're not, you know, alt-right wackos. These people are, you know, middle-class white liberals. They shop at Trader Joe's probably. They donate money to the ACLU. I mean, dude, even like um, Rose told what's-his-face before they went to the house for the weekend, and then her dad said when they got there, I'd vote for Obama a third time if I could. You know, they're almost like your everyday middle-class family. Well, they were rich, actually. Uh, I wouldn't call them middle class. They, 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 they had some money. Um, dad, uh, their dad was a, a, a surgeon and mom was a therapist. Uh, so, so a psychologist, actually. A, a uh, what should they call it? Um, a hypnotist. A hypnotist psychologist. Yeah. So, so they, they had money. And, and, and they had money going back to their, their parents as well. So, well, and you get more into that as you get deeper into the movie too, when everything, the curtains start to get pulled back and you start to realize exactly what's going on and how far back all this, for lack of a better term, horseshit butt fuckery goes. Because, I mean, so, in my opinion, strictly and i don't claim to fully comprehend everything in any way shape or form and if i'm off by any stretch of the imagination please 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 feel free to um correct me but when i first sat down and went through this movie and you start to get into the situation where they're at the lake house with her family and you know her idiot freaking crazy psycho brother shows up and you're starting to see the interactions with you know like the maid and like the landscaper and there's very much a feeling of modern day slavery popped up in the back of my head um when you first meet the family say that again when you first meet the family yeah when you first meet the family when you first meet the family i i i personally don't say i mean maybe it's it's Anybody else's, everybody else's perception of the movie. I didn't think modern, modern slavery. I did think uh, typical, Maguire, the typical movie though. Uh, yeah, the black, the black, uh, the black, uh, the black maid, and the the black person that's doing uh, um, the yeah, doing your lawn work and stuff like that. So, um, I didn't think slavery because again, I didn't know what I was getting to when I first watched this. 
but I did think typical. That's that's it. Well, it, that might be a better way of putting it as well. I mean, there definitely is. I'm trying to think of how I. God, I'm not sure how. Okay, we'll 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 just run with the typical because. Um. So yeah. Um. Uh. Let's see. So. Going forward through the movie, for you. What were your thoughts as um, certain plot points started popping up and we started discovering more and more of the story and what exactly was going on? Well, first, um, I felt for him. So during the movie, and this is my, my whole mindset, it's the first things first, I felt for Chris. Chris is the main, main character in the movie. Mm-hmm. I felt for Chris because uh, his family is gone. He grew up in foster care. They said all that in, in the beginning of the, of the movie. Um, so, um, and a little background about me is I grew up in foster care as well. And uh, so I felt a small connection to Chris. Um, also, you know, I mean, just be spot on. My fiance is white. I'm black. My fiance is white, and we had that that comment as well. Also, a funny story as well. And she's sitting right next to me, so I'm staying right now. I told her though, if her mom ever came to me with a, a spoon and a, a teacup, I'm knocking that shit out of her hand. I was not. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> that's not, I, I I love them to death, but shit, that 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 that, that, that shit. <laughs> All right. All right. So, 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 so that, that, that's the first thing. Second thing is, uh, uh, when, when they found out that they're going through the, in the woods to meet their, to meet the, the family, my yeah. first thought was, people don't do that. Uh, but, I mean, listen, my, my first, I mean, it's probably a stereotype. It probably is, I'm true, but I personally don't go in woods. Unless I, I have to, have to, have to. The, the, the most woods I go into is taking my stepson, uh, and this little hike I have um, behind my condo, and that's it. Uh, it that's it. It's this little trail that that has like wood like pictures to it, but but that 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 is it. That's, that's all you get from me. Um, so he went through. He went. He went in the deep deep in the woods with with no with, with barely no no, no no barely no cell service. Right. Second. And, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say in this day and age with the amount of cell towers there are in the world, there should never be anywhere in the world where you cannot get cell phone, cell phone signal. I, I wish I could, I wish I could agree with you though, but um, like I said, I, I used to drive two hours every week to see my fiance and my daughter and my stepson. And there are parts of that drive that I don't get service. So well, I, it's like, like a whole 20 minute, 20 part, 20 minute part of that drive, I don't get service at all. Yeah. Yeah, because you and I both live in the same region of the country, and I know exactly which highway you're talking about. And yeah, because there's even highways up here where 
you don't get signal. But at the same time, I still think you still in this day and age should not be able to not find a damn cell phone signal somewhere. Just so happens if you live in the Pacific Northwest, you have dead zones. I I agree with you. I think that you know there shouldn't be, there's no way hell that it should. Which means you shouldn't get signals everywhere, but but his partner don't, and and yeah. he didn't for some reason. So that, that, that's a no no right there. As soon as as soon as I as soon as I wouldn't let God service, I would have left. Second thing, and and again, and next to me she attached to everything. Even if I do have to go in the woods, I always tell her if I, if I go in the woods, I'm taking my own car. Listen. There's no way I'm, I'm 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 driving by myself, driving to the woods with only one car. That's not fucking happening at all. Because again, it might be a stereotype, but it's what it is. Black people know when they hear some we hear we hear some shit, it's time to go. I would have heard we would hit that deer. Uh, it's time to go. Well, okay. right. here's the other point though too. Not only were they in one car, but he was riding in her car, so mm-hmm. she had the keys. So when the shit hit the fan, he had to either get the keys from her or had to make her agree to freaking leave with him, which ultimately opens a big can of worms at the end of the movie because he's ready to go and she can't find her keys, which ends up leading to what happens at the end. And, and, and then though when that happened as well even pre pre that happened then when she couldn't find her keys quote unquote we mm-hmm. we, are, we we already knew that she was going to be a bad girl i mean a bad guy a villain only because you know we, we saw we saw we saw the pictures we saw all that shit um yeah we saw all that stuff and we all knew that she was going to be a villain i mean it is what it is if you couldn't find out right i did there she's going to be a villain um we saw the pictures and we saw like everything, so we are going to be a villain. But, but then again, there was there was there was things that happened that it was like. Hold on, sorry. Oh, no, that's fine. I, I, just hit, I just hit pause just to make sure that there was less room in the middle that I had to edit out. Yeah. Listen, so. uh, all right, listen, I'm, I'm going to go through because I, yeah, I, I was talking the whole time about like, keep, keep these stand from everybody. And anyway, so, all right, so back to what I was saying, though. Um, when, 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 the, uh, when the gardener would have, uh, and the gardener with uh, ran and hit, hit the L, the, the, the running, and then hit the the mean like ten and out. If, yeah. If you, if you watch football, you know what ten and out means. Yeah. The, the gardener hit that ten and out. I would have left right, right then there. That was actually a 
a challenge or not TikTok challenge, but a challenge that celebrities, celebrities did and people did on YouTube. Like you look it up, it's like a combination of all, uh, all that. So I would left when then I would left I would left when like the Lee David, who was actually sorry, Lakeith Lee Stanford, who's actually one of my favorite young black actors right now. Um, uh, he uh, he he's one of the guy kidnapped in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, I would left when 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 he took when he said get out and his nose was bleeding. Like as soon as that happened, I would I would have bounced. How right, time to go? So I can't stay. Yeah, no, there was definitely moments of there should have been red flags going off in the back of his mind several times. So, so yeah, I, uh, so yeah, there's a lot of things that, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people would just like, I would have bounced for the whole time. However though, not to jump forward, but spoiler, if you haven't watched the, um, the second ending or the, or the, the original ending to get out, it's more fucked up than the ending. More okay. fucked up than the ending. I'm gonna have to go find that because I'll. I think all I saw was the theatrical release ending. Yeah, and then the the alternate ending, which is actually the original ending. Uh, I kind of want to say it because. Go ahead. I don't, know, I don't know. All right. So the the alternate ending, which is actually the original ending, uh, Peel uh, got uh, people to watch it. And he had to change it because it was too real. Too real. No, the, the reason why the, the this movie scared me, monsters and ghouls and goblins don't scare me. The, the closest thing to that was the original It. The original, the original Pennywise, this new It bullshit. The original It, Tim Curry, did a fucking fantastic job. Yeah. However though, yeah, however though, movies that, movies that can actually, that can actually happen to me, Get out, saw shit like that. Saw doesn't scare me, but I feel like this shit actually happened to me. Somebody can come up to me with chloroform and then do what we gotta yeah. do. Um, but the end of the end of Get Out was um, it wasn't his friend that that was there. It was actually a cop, and he went to jail for the murders of the white of, of the white people. And, and, and he didn't beat the case. He did not beat the case. Oh, that totally puts it. <clears throat> okay, so like my big thing is I hate with like the traditional alternate ending stuff that they always put on DVDs and whatnot is they'll add like five seconds of footage and they'll call that an alternate ending. But what you just described is definitely a whole alternate ending that totally changes the entire story. If well, technically, that. technically, the the, the, the theater actor, the, the, that the theater, the, the ending you watch is technically also ending because again, like I said, this was the first ending they had. Uh huh. This was from the ending that they had to change it, which which. Again, I, I'm, I'm kind of glad he did. He did change it because that shit was. It was a little it was, bit too real. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was way, way too real. Well, you also have to remember stuff that we. I don't remember when all that type stuff started officially, officially going down. But I know 
it was generally in that neighborhood of time where you know 2017 2018 2019 when a lot of that type stuff was coming up and uh, yeah i could see why with that stuff popping up where you might not want to create an ending and publish it where you have that happen at the end of your movie as well it, it was just too real like way way too real and don't get me wrong though i, I kind of like working this but it's, it's, it's like it's a hard watch it's a, it's a really, really hard watch and then and it, it, it doesn't make it i have movies categorized especially black movies i have black movies categorizing black movies and a black movie that other races need to watch like for a prime example uh till the emma till story that's coming out or, or, or that's out uh-huh. It's a black movie, but it's not that movie is not for us to watch. Black people know what black people know what happened to Emma we, we we know that that is a movie for the black movie that white people need to watch. And uh, and somebody told me that that they they actually have his open casket in it as well, which yeah, I personally don't don't need to watch it. I know what happened personally, not personally, but I know what happened. This is like that's a movie that a black movie that white people need to watch. And if that happened, and then if the, the written ending happened like that, this would be a movie, a black movie that different races need, needed to watch instead of just being a black movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think on that note, why don't we just get into 100% our ultimate review of the movie and let the listeners know exactly what we think and rate the movie out of five so you want to go ahead and go first yeah i can go first listen like i said get out is one of my favorite it, it, it is my favorite now because again the original it it's not a movie it's a mini series so i can't call it a movie so my favorite scary movie of all time horror movie of all time is get out because it's it scares me it just scares me because uh hypnosis is real is real people can't get hypnotized uh-huh. uh surgery is real you can change so so that that part like with shit that that seems like could be real and something I can do is <laughs> it's scary to me so it scared me yeah, like 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 did like, they, they have jump scares and things like that? It's a mental mindfuck, like a, a mental mindfuck, and, and that's why I like it. I like mental mindfucks. So this is my favorite. Jordan Peele puts foot in it, um, and it has some three of right now some of the best black actors, young black actors right now. Dan Kaluuya, because that's the name I look up. Dan Kaluuya. The Keith Lee Stanford and Little Ray, Little Ray, Little Rel. Sorry. Yeah, I'm um, not gonna lie. I love Little Rel, Little Rel in this movie. Yeah, he, he, he's a he's a real friend. He's a Little Rel's a real friend. Um, the the actresses, the the villains, the family, mm-hmm. great, great villains. Really. So, like that, that people loved it. But, but people, but, but people love this movie because it's how real it is. Um, it's not 
jumping movie is not going to scare all. Here's Marco Rado. This movie probably won't, won't scare all races, but it definitely scare black people. So I'm going to give it a 4.5 out of 5. So I honestly, to God, will back up and support everything that you said. Um, again, I completely apologize for ever thinking that I had seen this movie, but sitting down and actually watching the movie completely all the way through this movie. Definitely. I agree. 100% is a mind fuck. If you have not seen this movie, seriously, what the hell people, I don't care who you are. Fucking go find this movie, sit down and spend an hour and 46 minutes and watch the hell out of this movie. I, even if you don't like horror movies, this is still a movie I think people need to watch because of the realism and the fact that this shit I would imagine more than likely happens in some sections of today's society. I hope to God it doesn't, but I'm also not going to put freaking blinders on either and say it doesn't. Um, the acting in the movie is great. Um, Jordan Peele's directing is great. The story that he wrote is wow. Um, I agree. The black actors in the movie delivered phenomenal performances. Um, the family, the Armitages, I think they pushed the envelope just far enough with their evilness, but didn't push it too far over the edge. So I actually appreciate that because it, I think it's something that could probably could have ruined the movie if they had gone too far with their extreme wackadoo-ness. So, um, before I give my ranking and review for the movie, I just want to say um, you're actually kind of lucky that Amanda fell asleep on us tonight because we actually had a little ha-ha-ha joke we were going to play on you. And was that? at some point, Amanda was going to grab a teacup and take a little spoon and... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> luckily, we, we don't know if that works or if that works um, on video chat. So I'm gonna do that. So it wasn't anything meant to be mean and malicious. It just we figured it would be something fun to make you laugh because um, a while back you had told us the story about um, what you had told um, Emily about. If, yeah, I, if her mom ever got a teacup and a spoon and you were going to knock the shit out of that. Knock the hell out of it. However, I, 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 I didn't think it had any, any malicious. I, I thought I probably would laugh my ass off. Probably. Well, I see, that's part of the thing that I love about all of our friendships is the fact that we don't do anything to each other to be assholes. It's all fun and games for the most part until um Kendra picks get out in the first round of the horror movie draft spoiler alert <clears throat> but we won't yeah 
if you want to know more about that, tune in to, and watch the um, Michael Jackson draft along with the horror movie draft, and you will see the shenanigans that went on during that hour-long episode that almost gave Dre's fiance a heart attack because of Dre's reaction. So that shit was hilarious. She she had a trauma because she thought I, I, I killed somebody. <laughs> well, I thought you were going to kill somebody when Ken immediately just went, bam, get out. Yeah, yeah. I, I was hoping that she wouldn't. Well, and then the, to even further it, and I'm not trying to give away the whole beauty of the episode, but the fact that you were like, no, fuck it. If she's going to do me dirty like that, I'm doing all the rest of y'all dirty. I'm going Halloween. And then Amanda's freaking look on her face like, you did not. Mm, I quit. I'm out of here. No. Because obviously yeah. Halloween is Amanda's favorite movie. And that, that pick got me a lot of votes. So I'm going to that. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Well, I'm not going to give away the results because I want to save that for when we do the next episode. But yeah, these draft episodes, for those of you who may not have checked them out yet, if you are listening and would like to be fully entertained, they are freaking hilarious. There's an awful lot of fun and shit talking and everything goes on during these shows. So if you haven't checked them out yet, Masturbators presents the drafts and stay tuned here. And I will definitely let you know when they're coming up as well. Yeah. So. And uh, that episode is coming out soon. Uh, and uh, we are doing Christmas movies and uh, what are we doing? Christmas movies and... 90s R&B. 90s R&B songs. Next draft. Yeah, and don't get me started on what we're doing after that, because... <laughs> we'll discuss that off-air. I don't want to give anything away too much. But, so, yeah, out of five, I'm actually going to rate this movie 4.5 hypnotic teacups. So... I love the movie, and if you guys haven't seen this movie, I highly recommend you go and check it out. It is that freaking good. So, anyway, I think, for the most part, unless there's something else you've got, I think that just about wraps it up for the episode. Uh, if you haven't watched the movie, please do. If you haven't seen the alternate version, the alternate ending... Please go watch it. It's literally on YouTube. It's about like five, six minutes long. Well, no, probably longer, probably a little longer than that. But I mean, it's watch the movie first and then watch the Oscar ending. This is a great movie, uh, and I can't wait to debate Harvey on uh, Get Out versus the, versus Exorcist. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Um, I'm looking forward to just sitting back and watching how this debate unfolds because. I am in a lot of ways like Harvey where I love old school, but I'm not going to lie. This movie is fucking great. And if there was ever a horror movie that could beat the exorcist into oblivion, it's probably going to be get out in my honest opinion. And that's going to be fun to see. I know, I know how much both of you guys love these movies. 
So I don't know what Amanda has planned for you both. And I kind of like that idea so that I can just sit back and enjoy the show. So with that said, um, I want to thank the listeners for being here. I love every one of our listeners with all my heart. You guys are amazing. And you guys are the reason why we keep coming back each and every week. Um, also, I want to thank Dre for being here as well. Thank you for having me on. Anytime. And actually, Dre will be back in the next couple of weeks when we sit down and discuss one of his favorite movies again as well. Movie. Yes, yes, in the face, in the face. <laughs> well, there is so many freaking memorable quotes from that movie. I we definitely need to bring back the portion of the show where we discuss the hilarious memorable quotes because that movie is start to finish, just laugh after laugh after laugh after laugh. And if you don't know from the whole yes, yes, in the face. We will be discussing the Eddie Murphy classic during Everything Eddie Month, Coming to America. One of the greatest, if not the greatest, Eddie Murphy movies of all time. I don't know exactly where I'd put it in my top three or four, but it is definitely solidly inside of my top three or four. Good morning, my neighbors. Hey, fuck uh, you. Yes, yes, fuck you too. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I loved when that little TikTok craze was going around where if you'd logged into your TikTok and caught one, it's like all of a sudden, bam, somebody's freaking duetting it. Bam. Somebody else is doing it. Like, I love that part of the movie because I saw that movie when I was like 10, 11 years old. And fuck is definitely not a word that we were allowed to ever use around my mom. So for my brother and I to be going around, you know, repeating that. And I think there was one time where I said, I told my brother, good morning, my neighbor, because his bedroom was literally next door to mine. And my mom heard me say, good morning, my neighbor. And she's like, don't you do it? No. And it's like, <laughs> I will do it. And she's like, five across the eyes. I'm like, oh, well, maybe I won't do it. So, but yeah, so we've got that coming up. Um, we've got, well, we've got a wealth of stuff coming up for everything Eddie Murphy month. And most of it's already been recorded. Um, I think the only thing left we have to record is um, Amanda's movie for her birthday, which is The Golden Child. My brother's movie for his birthday. I, 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 I want the knife. Exactly. <laughs> I love that movie. Another one of the movies that has a thousand and one classic Eddie Murphy lines in. Um, my brother requested Beverly Hills Cop for his birthday. Beverly Hills Cop 3 is better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually you and I will have to debate that point on an evening at the movies. Well, I, I, I wouldn't mind debating that. However, I know for a fact I'm going to lose uh, because not everybody enjoys the the brilliance, which is Spooky Hill Cop 3. 
uh, people love Beverly Hills Cop, which is still great. I still think it's number two. Okay, I think number two is number three. So, I mean, here's what it is. Because the, the alphabet, the alphabet robberies was fucking bullshit. I hate that. But it, that's the handle there. I think the alphabet crimes were definitely way too white collar for America at the time. Where even like, you know, the stuff from Beverly Hills Cop 1 was relatable. The stuff from Beverly Hills Cop 3 was relatable. And then all of a sudden you have this alphabet crime where some rich millionaires pulling off all these crimes by alphabet like and you've got a dumbass freaking police force that can't figure out okay well they just did a b crime so we need to come up with a bunch of places that might you know start with the letter c and maybe stake those out common sense in my opinion, right, exactly. anyway. The, 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 the movie plot was for two was horrible. Now, again, if I lose to, if I lose uh, a debate versus Birthday Cop 1 versus Cop 3, I'm okay with that. Because Birthday Cop 1 is classic, fucking amazing. If I lose a debate versus 2 versus 3, then I did, I did my job wrong. Yeah, I don't know if I could honestly. 2 and 3 for me are yeah i i can't compare the two there there's some issues with both in my opinion but we can get into that at a later time though so also as well i wanted to announce really quick before we get out of here just a reminder that um december 21st we are going to be opening the voting for the greatest movie franchise of all time so we will be posting the voting threads for that um that morning and voting will open and last until, oh, we'll probably give it two days because I think three days last time was too long. So, but we'll go. And I can't wait for that. It's going to be interesting because there's some interesting matchups in the first round. So, and I think it's only going to get harder the deeper. Well, you you do the brackets, you know. As you get yeah, I do. into the first round, into the second round, it gets harder in the second round into the third round it gets harder and harder and hard and realistically that's how it should be because when the best of the best get to the end it should be the best versus the best and you know let the best man win or best movie win or the best song or whatever the case may be so definitely stay tuned for that as well and as well, that tournament will run up to our two-year anniversary on February 10th, where we will announce the winner that night live on <clears throat> social media and live on an evening at the movies. So again, thank you, Dre, for being here. And we look forward to having you back. And again, thank you for having me on, man. Anytime. And for the rest of you guys, thank you again for listening. And we hope you guys all come back for an evening at the movies. Have a good night, guys.